0: Watching
1: as Clouds with eye. We confess everything to each other. Standing
2: next to hey everybody, you. welcome to Adventure like Retired. The podcast where retired people share what they are doing in their retirement together. to help inspire you to live your best retired Get life. Together. We are Kurt and Cindy all your hosts, and today we're gonna to talk to a couple who love their e-bikes.
3: I think e-bikes are the wave of the future, and we've got some stats that are proving that. But yeah, these people are getting into them, like you are. Oh, I
2: love my e-bike.
3: And I got one ordered, but yeah, we'll talk about that later. I can't wait.
2: But first, as always, we always start with a lesson from Kurt's book called Fix the Problem and Other Life Lessons from a Pragmatic Dad. So what's the lesson today? Well, this
3: one, I mean, if you listen to Dave Ramsey, he says never use credit cards. If you listen to... uh, the Money Guy podcast. I
2: love the Money Guys. They
3: say use them, you know, smartly.
2: Yeah, use and them and pay them off.
3: Yeah, if you pay them off, the whole balance every month, credit cards can be your friend. But I get what Dave's going at, too. The psychological part of it. It's just like almost free money and, oh, I only have to pay the minimum. They can burn you, but yeah, be careful when you use credit Nothing's cards.
2: Nothing's free in life. No. <laughs> Especially money.
3: Especially that don't make sense at all.
2: I know. But, well, I'm just saying that, you know, using a credit card, I can see where you need a credit card. We've been in foreign countries where our debit card did not work. Yeah. And, and so
3: a credit card comes oh, in real handy thank then. goodness
2: we had a credit card. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. But all right. pay it off.
3: Let's get on to the show.
2: All right. Today we're talking to Tom and Rhonda, and I'm so excited to talk to you guys because you, you share the same interests that we do, one of them, and that's riding your e-bikes. Absolutely. Okay, but before we start, we always ask, what did you do before you were retired?
1: I'm a nurse practitioner. Um, primary care and women's health was my focus, and I've been retired. I, I took an early retirement, guys. I have been retired about seven years.
2: Okay.
0: Nice.
2: And Tom, how about you?
0: Small town USA family practice doctor and retired April first, twenty twenty
2: one. Oh, you're a newbie.
0: Congratulations.
2: You you sound a little excited there.
0: Well, it's it's all been good for the first twelve weeks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you're you um had a really hard year last year with the pandemic and all of that. So I'm I bet you are enjoying it.
0: Well, it was certainly very different last year.
3: Yeah. You're probably still on the honeydew list right now in the first 12 weeks. (laughs) Um, I did that list for probably the first year we were retired. And then after that, it's like, okay, now what? And I don't know. She she keeps coming up with other things, so I guess.
2: (laughs) Well, and you don't get them done either.
3: (laughs) I try. I try.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, we're so excited that you guys share the same passion we do. We love to ride bikes. And I should say we Kurt loves to ride bikes, and I did not love to ride bikes until I got my e-bike.
3: Yeah, I've been a bike rider for quite a while. When I was 29, I guess I rode from Mexico to Canada once on a regular bike. And you rode where? From from the Mexico border to the Canadian border.
2: In 22 days. Only
3: snockers. Yeah, yeah, well, I was I was young then, you know. <laughs> 29, that's a big difference between 29 and now. But... um. Yeah, I've always been a bike rider, and Cindy never cared for it because basically she couldn't keep up with me. Now she's got this e-bike, which, holy
0: moly, I can't keep up with her.
2: Yeah. So tell me, have you guys always been bike riders?
0: Well, Rhonda reminded me, and I thought this was kind of neat. I met her at a dance on one night, and the next morning at 9 a.m., we were riding bikes together. Oh, (laughs) fun. Nice. Nice. So we have always had bikes and in fact uh, there's a loop called cades cove up in the smoky mountains that we would always take the kids once or twice a year and it was kind of neat to see them go from training wheels to bicycle and finally they did it all by themselves the 12 mile loop yeah and so bicycling's been a part but to kind of put it relative I would think we would do 1 to 200 miles a year. Okay. And now we've had our e-bikes less than a year and we have over 1100 miles. Wow. Wow. Nice. Okay.
2: Yeah. Nice. So yeah, you you are bike riders. You know, I think I did one tour like a weekend tour with Kurt back in when I was in our 30s
3: before children.
2: Right, before kids and you know, it was I I'm a walker, I'm a runner. I just hated the wind. Oh my God. <laughs> I just hated it. It just, you know, I would get off my bike and my face would be beat red and I'd be, it just was not fun.
3: Yeah. I was telling her, e-bikes seem to eliminate the three things that are toughest about biking hills, headwinds, and distance.
0: And people don't understand. We took one of those weekend tours to South Carolina and it was fairly flat. And I thought, well, this will be easy, but it was always against the wind.
3: I know. Right. Right. <laughs> but e-bikes i don't know they don't seem to bother cindy
2: well i just i love you know i love how it's just like it to me it feels like somebody's giving me just a little push in the lower part of my back you know just helping me to get on and just go and it just cuts down the stress i just i love it
0: it makes it a pleasure
3: yes Yes.
2: it definitely does
3: so tell us about your e-bikes please
1: well, I guess for us during COVID we pulled out our trusty rusty old diamond backs and um <laughs> my brake cable was broken and I had been riding that same bike for about 30 years and decided that it was time for an upgrade because during COVID biking was such a great way to get outside and be safe and yes, and yes. to enjoy so much of it. So I started reading a little bit and I researched a few things and I went to this local bike shop in Chattanooga, and I test rode three different brands. I looked at Trek, and I looked at Pedego, but I really could not stop thinking about that Gazelle. And they had a Gazelle that I thought would be perfect for my husband. Mm -hmm. So it really wasn't the bike for me, but it was a great bike for him. And so he took that plunge, and we ended up going to Atlanta to find a ultimate t10 and that's what i ride it's a step through and these are gazelles that are built in the netherlands they're class one bikes and i love them we had gone to amsterdam and we had seen the unbelievable biking life there yes and while we were too terrified to i mean i really thought i was going to get killed by a bike just being there but um we did bike through the windmills. And they just have such a great reputation with biking and the way that they're built. Um, it has a Shimano derailleur, it has disc brakes, it has a Bosch engine with a Bosch battery. That's okay. so. Cool. So we really love we really love these Gazelles and and I got on the Gazelle Facebook page and the admin there works for Gazelle and just was so knowledgeable and so helpful. So that's really. You know, I, I was sold when I got on that bike. Oh, that's, it's
2: a, just, that's a great yeah. idea, that, the Facebook page. I never even thought to look in that for mine. I'm going to do that.
3: For our listeners, I want to point out, you say yours are a class one. And a class one are basically pedal assist. Right. You have to pedal
2: yeah.
3: in order for them to go. Because we've seen them on the beach down in Texas where people, I mean, they look like scooters. And those are class two. But with these class ones, you do get a workout. You have to be pedaling in order for it to go. I wanted to ask you, and if you don't mind, how much did you pay for your bike?
1: Well, the, the Medeo T9 on um, that particular year, I think Tom's was about, mm, mine was, my, my, okay, these are pricey, Yeah. okay? Yeah. not even like, these are ridiculously priced bikes, but okay. I really wanted it. So the Ultimate T10, we paid 3800 before tax. Okay. So it came in at something ridiculous. And the T nine was right at three. Okay. So yeah, yeah
2: my my traverse was like what?
3: 15, $1,500. Yeah. But ours are on the low end of good bikes. You right. got you got the pro- best. Yours you is got probably good. middle of the I mean, these things get expensive. We saw one the other day for ten thousand bucks.
1: Yeah. But, I think they're going to become I hope that they get better priced. I hope but I don't know that they will. I think it's really they're hard to get right now, very... and people are waiting a long time. And um, we had friends that ordered a Canadian e bike. They're still waiting. They ordered it like before Christmas. Yes. So um, I did. I did look at the Amazon, the ones from China, mm-hmm. because I, I was looking for a more affordable option. And I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with getting the bike that works for you, that is affordable for your budget and enjoying the heck out of it. But I, I looked at it like a long term investment. Yes. I will bike for the rest of my days. I don't see needing another one. And I have no need to upgrade from here. Um, so I I do love it. It's a 40, 400 watt battery and I mean it just it just goes and goes. I've never felt like the battery wasn't going to you know sustain me through through a ride and we've done we've done some 45 mile rides right so, yeah.
2: you know i even Bikes that are not e-bikes are expensive. Good bikes, yeah. good road bikes. I mean, thirty years ago, we spent way over a thousand dollars on your bike, and that yeah. was thirty yeah. years ago.
1: Yeah. Good point. Yeah.
2: So if you want to get something that's going to last a long time and not give you problems, which you know most people don't want to have any kind of mechanical problems, you might have to pay for it. And that's to me, I think that's one of the benefits of having a good bike, not yeah. having
3: problems. I, I get paying. I mean, if you can afford it. Paying up, you will have less problems. And, you know, sometimes you get what you pay for. If you go cheap, you got cheap.
2: You know, Tom, I met um, Rhonda through the Facebook page of retirement. And as a physician, I think we were both commenting on a post that somebody had put in there that bike riding is not appropriate for senior citizens. I'd like to hear what you think about that.
0: That was written by somebody who doesn't ride bikes, obviously. (laughs) So it does a couple of wonderful things. One, You get outside and getting outside is just good mentally and physically. And then physical part of it. uh, Again, as you mentioned, these are class ones. If you don't pedal, you don't go at the rate you want to go and enjoy. So you get your exercise. I would probably disagree uh, respectfully with whoever had that idea. Uh, And I'm not sure what they were trying to get at.
2: Right. Yeah. I just, you know, I mean, I am actually the person who has already wiped out on my bike and it was all my own fault. I mean, I was too busy looking at the houses across the street when we were touring somewhere, you know, and ran into Kurt and I, yeah, I fell, skinned my knees. And I realized that, you know, the older you get, the harder it is to fall and recover from those falls. But I, I feel like there's there's so many benefits to riding a bike and being outside.
3: Well, and they, they've done studies that you mentioned Amsterdam. You know, more people are riding and e-bikes allow them to ride into an older age. I know my yeah. mom into her early 80s would get on her bike and go five miles. And now she's done because she fell off once and she says, I don't need that anymore. You know, my skin yeah. is tender. Well, and, and other things have come across in her life but um yeah i i think if you can sustain it you can go longer in life and they're seeing that in europe
1: yes and it's also no impact when you think about you know joints and those kinds of things biking and swimming are no impact mm-hmm. so it's, you know foot problems or um things like that you can still you you can still usually manage to to ride a bike
2: so you guys ride have ridden like 1,100 miles this year, where do you usually ride? Do you ride on bike paths or do you ride the roads around your neighborhood? What do you? How, where do you find your um, best rides to be?
0: So the answer is yes. So <laughs> we live on top of a hill on what I'll call back roads, and certainly it's bumpier and that type of a thing. When we ride, we can ride to the Tennessee River. We have two different paths. One of them is simply a road that's very little traveled and we feel safe on, and it's nice and paved. And the other one we ride on the shoulder of the road, but it's a nice wide shoulder. Right. And it's about a 20-mile out-and-back ride. And it's, it's very nice, though the paths that are dedicated to bikes or bike and walking certainly have an advantage.
3: Oh, yeah. You mentioned riding on the shoulder. I know, like I said, 30 years ago when I rode from Mexico to Canada, I didn't have the lights systems that they have now, they have the LEDs that are super bright or the the really bright green safety vests and stuff like that. Heck, I was lucky I wore a helmet back then. Yeah. But wow. um, the safety right now has improved a lot with those kind of things too.
0: Well and that's very important. So whoever's gonna be listening to this, if you're not being safe, then you're kind of being dangerous. You gotta wear the right type of clothing, the flashing red light. And there are uh, bike paths. So our go-to path is down in Chattanooga. It's a bike walk path. It's nice and paved, 16 miles, and very, very safe and that type of thing. I want to mention that when people get their e-bikes, they're going to weigh more than the bikes they're used to. Oh. And they just need a little time making curves because a heavier bike takes a little practice. How, how wide that curve is going to take you.
3: Yes, yeah. sir. And it, it takes, yeah. it takes a little more effort lifting it on top of your bike carrier too. They're, they're heavy. Yeah.
2: What, what the, do you guys travel with your bikes? Like, you know, like we vacations.
1: We do. We love to travel with our bikes and that's going to be, you know, one of our retirement goals. And one of our first road trips um, was to the Natchez Trace.
4: Oh yeah,
1: it's a fabulous place to ride bikes. We did the upper portion, the hillier part, from Nashville, you know, down. Uh, you know, it's 444 miles, so we have bike goals to get that done. But mm-hmm. we've ridden it twice, and we're doing segments kind of as we go. I'd like to do the lower segment more in the winter when it'll be a little bit warmer down there and not as travel. The other place that we like to go is the Silver Comet Trail, which is from, um, basically from Atlanta to the um, Alabama line, where it joins up with the Chief LaDiga Trail. So we've done, we've done that one several times. And then we did the Tanglefoot Trail in Mississippi, and it was just adorable.
4: Oh, that sounds
1: good. Little bed and breakfast and little VRBOs along the way. Um, In Suwannee, Tennessee, there's the Goat Mountain Trail, and, and that's lovely. And then the Smoky Mountains closes the Cades Cove Loop Road on Wednesdays through September for all the bicyclists to be able to ride the loop without any cars. Oh, nice. That's a great one, too. And our upcoming travel trip is Mackinac Island.
2: Uh, we're going to go there, too. Yeah. I can't wait. We're, really? Yeah, we're planning to go there in October-ish. October. Sometime in October in between Iowa State football games. We haven't
1: researched it yet, but, <laughs> but
2: we're going. That's yeah. that's
1: on the list. Let's just talk about Mackinac for just a minute because I had some real concerns on the travel forum. Mackinac Island is exempt from the, the e-bike and mm-hmm. they really don't <sighs> welcome e-bikes. Oh, okay. So and they're very specific about it. They actually went to their state legislature about banning e-bikes wow I know so I really got concerned about that now the gazelle board people they tell me go on go on no problem but I am a little reluctant because I don't want my bike impounded and I certainly don't find so I think you know we're gonna see how that kind of goes we'll go in the end of August we'll be there through labor day okay
2: well and, and you don't want to leave your bike hooked up to the your vehicle with just a lot with the locks too while you're over there you know I mean that that changes our the whole idea of taking a bike with you right. I don't I'm I'm always scared somebody's going to steal my
1: bike. Oh, right. And and I mean they're they're like you say they're valuable yeah. bikes and we don't leave ours unassisted pretty much anywhere. I mean, I I'm very paranoid about it. Um Gazelle's come with a little cafe lock that builds in. Okay. Um, that just has a little key lock that you turn. And and we do have locking mechanisms on the uh, bike rack. But when you're out and about and you're just going to run into a shop or something like that, and you're using that it like as your transportation, which is what we will be doing there. Yeah. Yes, we, we carry uh, chain locks. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. A couple questions. Uh, you mentioned your bike carrier. I want to know what kind you have there. And also... The uh, like the silver comet trail you mentioned, and those are those on the rails to trails system? Yes. Okay, those are wonderful because there's really no big hills on them, you know, long grades. But what kind of um, carrier do you use for your bikes?
1: Okay, when I started looking at bike racks and I started, you know, researching and comparing those, um, of course, it takes a platform rack and it has to accommodate, you know, 50 pound bikes. Um, individually so that was definitely going to be a hitch rack
4: right.
1: um, I wanted something that I could use to load the bike as well and I'm certainly not as strong as he is Tom just lifts the bikes up and puts them on there but you know they are heavy
3: mm-hmm.
1: we opted for the Thule Easy Fold XT2 okay. the reason we did that is it actually has a little stowaway ramp And we haven't really used it yet, but you can detach this ramp and attach it to the side and roll your bike up onto this ramp. The other thing it has, and this is what's amazing for us, it has two little wheels on it. And when he takes it off the car, it folds up the size of a suitcase and he just rolls it next to the car in the garage and no more hauling it up from the um, basement and having all of that. Oh, yeah. It's also made in the USA. Um, and we got it on Amazon, but we did have to wait about five or six weeks on it.
2: Well, that's a good thing to know because we right now we don't we have the bike rack we have now holds mine and his your regular road bike. And I think you yeah, might need something. That's big. something
3: when I get my e-bike. I'm gonna have to research if it's strong enough to hold two of those heavy bikes. But yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, we looked at Saurus and we looked at um
3: That's what mine is. Cyrus.
1: Saurus is a great product. And our son in law has a Qatt. And, um, they make a great platform rack as well, but this idea of t- taking the rack off and, and rolling it away and putting the box on top of it and leaving it in the garage yeah. is really handy. So oh, that's the Thule, a wonderful idea. Yeah. Yeah. The two leave one for, for that reason. Um, yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, have you, um, on your bike trips that you've taken, have you ever had your battery just about die? Or have you always, do you keep, do you take your cord along with you or, you know? Because that's
3: one of the downsides. If you go too far. Right, well, we did like
2: a 35-mile ride the other day, and I was, you know, my battery went down from five to three. So I felt really good. I mean, I had lots of time. But we rode to the place we were going, and then we had somebody brought us back with their bike rack so yeah. i just wonder like if you're doing one of those big rides do you take your Charter. charge cord with you
0: we take the charger with us and it's just no problem whatsoever so we're like you we've done if we do 40 miles we'll have at least two sales left and that's if we use our assist to a fair amount and so far Battery life has been no problem. When I get it down to two out of five cells, it might take, oh, three hours to recharge it. But that's what we're doing that evening is just sort of, you know, taking it easy. So there's no problem whatsoever. So battery life uh, has been no problem. I wondered, oh, gosh, should I take an extra battery? No. They're heavy. Yeah,
3: know.
1: And you can also see on this one, these are 500, mine is a 500 watt battery and it's a Bosch. You can see on your computer how many miles you have left in each mode. So if you're in echo mode um, and getting very little assist, uh, your battery is going to go, you know, 70 miles easy. If you're in turbo mode, which is the fourth and the highest level of assistance, well, you're going to eat up some battery more that way. Yeah. So you can also gauge. You know, if we know we've got a big hill and we do live on a huge hill, we have to have juice at the end. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> I want to get but, home.
1: <laughs> yes, I want to be able to get home. And and I have come in and coasted and felt like, you know, I'm on one sail and boy, that was cutting it close. But I got to have turbo up that hill. Oh, yeah.
2: I have a funny story. We The first we, I guess, I got my bike in August and we went camping and took the bikes with us. And Kurt and I were in Man- at Mankato, Minnesota, at a state park and it has this huge hill and so we decided to go for a ride anyway i kind of just left him in the dust and went up the hill yeah. with no problem and at the very top of the hill is a cemetery yeah. and kurt gets up there finally about five minutes <laughs> later just about ready to die and he's like are you trying to bury me in the cemetery
3: i was using my granny <laughs> gears and everything it was... i was like
2: oh, that was no problem you know right. that's what i love about these bikes yeah we had a- when he- to order yes, that's <laughs> when he said, okay, I think I need a bike yeah, to keep up yeah. with you.
3: We had a young man stay with us uh, a couple weeks ago through warm showers. He was riding his bike from New York to Seattle, but he wow. was a regular bike. But he had gone 130 miles just to get to our house that day. And I'm wow. like, you know, an e-bike, not going to help you there, that kind of touring, but...
2: Yeah. But. I'm
3: pretty sure they'll come up with resistive charging and solar charging and everything like that that will improve that situation because batteries are so much better now.
1: Batteries are so much better. But I think that's another expense when you look at replacing a battery. I actually looked at a uh, used e-bike that had no battery. What would it take to add the battery to it? Replacing a battery is very expensive. Yeah. So I do take care of the battery and... um being mindful of how it's treated is is important because replacing it's expensive. We thought about getting that replacement just in case we wanted to you know have one it was nine hundred dollars oh wow. wow yeah yeah that's expensive no
2: yeah, that
3: that is expensive and then the, I' saw one I can't remember what kind of bike he was the guy was showing me, but the battery was built into the bike like in the column in, in the column there.
1: And integrated, that, yeah. That's what mine. Is. Oh, okay.
3: Because I, I didn't know if that would be make it easier or worse, but it's amazing. Yeah,
1: an integrated battery. So it just it looks like a wider trunk when you're looking at the um, the frame. And this is minus a step through, and the battery is um, integrated. Okay. Tom on the outside, where you could easily remove it. Um, and some people, if they're commuters, they do remove it while they're because they don't want their battery stolen. Right. right. So this one is not as easy to remove.
2: Yeah, I can see, you know, um, why you got a step-through. I have a step-through too. And it just, you know, it makes it so much easier getting on and off.
1: Yes, and stopping at Street Steins, And I love the step-through. I've never ridden one before, but oh my gosh, I would never go back. Yeah, right.
2: yeah. Do you see a lot of e-bikes where you all live?
0: We see e-bikes. And like we said, we had some friends who ordered some. So occasionally, still most bikes are regular bikes, but I think we're going to see more and more as time goes by.
3: Yeah, I think it's going to grow massively. We pulled off some stats that we're going to put a little in the post show and sales are just going up and up. Now they're saying China's buying a lot of them. So it's tough to get Get them over yeah, here. Yeah,
2: they, well, they said it's going to be the major mode of transportation in China in, in a few years oh, because sure. it's more affordable than a car, but yet, you know, they can go greater distances. And, and an aging population. Right. Yeah.
1: And it's smart for a carbon footprint, so I don't know. If e-cars, I mean, I think more electric cars are going to come online, too, but I do think an e-bike, lots of people use them for commuting. I mean, if you look at the Europeans, they've been doing it for years. And, um, I think it's just a great way to go. So, yes.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, you talking about, uh, visiting the Netherlands when we were there, I was amazed at the bicycles. I yes. mean, it just, you know, and then you see the, the little girls and boys going to school and they're, they're pedaling with out using their hands and they're talking. And I, it's just amazing how bike loving country that yeah. is.
3: Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yes. Okay. Do you have any accessories? We talked about lights, but like bags or anything that you put on your bike that
2: that you really like.
1: Okay, gadgets are life, right? Yes. Right. We ha- we hit Amazon really hard. We okay. really kind of did it. not going to lie. My favorite little gadget is I have a phone bag that actually stows my gloves, my my coffee money, and you know a mask when I needed it. And I use an app called Map My Ride. And it logs all of the trails, and you can save your workout on it. And so my phone sits right there up front on the handlebars, and so I actually really like that. But for safety items that we have, we have a Haffney bike mirror, and that was the one that was recommended from the Gazelle admin, and it's just been a fogless, great mirror we could not ride on the roads like we do without a, without a bike mirror. Yeah.
2: Or... I, I definitely, that's something that I had for the first time was I got a, I got the same mirror and it's a life changing accessory because. Well,
1: you got, watch where your husband is behind you right yes oh well and you <laughs> can <I'm going> the <laughs> other way I'm sorry well but you can it's see all- how far
2: behind he is and <laughs> how, where i have to wait for him but i mean just to see the cars coming in your distance you know that's that's a great accessory yes yeah, yes
1: we also use padded bike gloves and we both use them because our roads here are really rough yep and we have the blinking red light but here's our best newest, latest, and greatest. And my birthday present this year is we have amazing Sena Evo R1 mesh Bluetooth helmets. And we just got them and we've used them about three times, four times now. And while the setup was a little bit of a pain, once you get this helmet on, and it does have a blinking flashing light on the back, and you can talk to each other paired together up to, it says on there, a half a mile. Oh, cool. Well, it is. Remember, he's in the dust, right? So if, <laughs> you're killing if me. If here. You're, where you were going. Um, so, for example, I, we were in Cape's Cove. We had our helmets on, and the bear was on my left, and the bear was with her cubs. <gasps> oh saying bear 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 yeah. and he knew that he was coming up to the bear oh, so cool. the, there's no yelling there's no wind noise it is amazing crystal clear communication and again no yelling okay
2: yeah. i i know what i want now for my birthday
1: well, you do. We, we each yeah. got to have it. Yeah. You're well, our bro- to yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it also, listen, you, you can also, you pair it to your phone. You can also have your music if you're just by yourself. And and it will also answer your phone. Oh, that is cool. Or
3: listen to a podcast. Yeah, hey. That's what <laughs> I listen to when I write. <laughs> okay, going on, getting close to the end here. And we talk about a you betcha moment and a hell no moment. What is the best, you bet you, moment
0: of your e-bike experience? It's going to be our first travel one when we went to the Natchez Trace and it was fall and the sun is shining and the leaves are every color you can imagine. Uh. And we're downhill. The temperature's perfect. And I, oh, it's just the
2: best. Yeah, it is. Oh, I love that! I, yeah. I love that. Okay. A
3: beautiful ride. There, it, not many things better yeah. than that.
2: Yeah. And you know, it's just yeah, it's so wonderful. It's just I, I love being outdoors. All right. So, what's your oh hell no? What's the worst thing that's ever happened on your bikes?
0: Well, there is a thing called a wreck, <laughs> and Cindy knows about those. <laughs> I <laughs> so I did turn a corner on the Cades Cove, getting ready to go downhill. And unbeknownst to me was a little boy walking his bike down the hill in the middle of the road. And I learned how good the disc brakes are on these bikes. And that's a little bit important. If you get the ones with disc brakes, they do not work good. They work really good. good, Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, It's something you had to practice. That's for sure.
0: You do need to get used to it and uh, how much to, to break and so on. And when I braked hard, I slid and went down and my pride was hurt. And uh, so now it's a funny moment, but it wasn't at the time. Yeah. yeah,
3: that's what when Cindy wrecked her bike, looking at the big house, she kind of ran into me and this was something we learned about e-bikes because her front wheel turned all the way to the right really hard. And so we pick up her bike and, you know, skin knee and everything Well, her bike wouldn't go on. Well, we learned.
2: I thought I broke my
3: bike. Yeah, we learned that in the cable there, there's a quick release that if your steering column does turn really sharp, it releases, and a little clip there and breaks the connection, so you're not ripping stuff out of the tubes and stuff. Well, we put that back together, worked perfect, and then we realized what they had that quick release for. Oh no! I
0: didn't know anything about that.
2: Yeah, no. on my on my traverse, there's yeah. a. It's like it's on the main cable down to the to the battery, and you know how they cover it with black tape, and if you unwind the black tape, you'll see where it just snaps in there. And oh, I was like devastated. I was like I've had this bike for a <laughs> month, and I already broke it, and, and now I just kind of busted my knees. Right, <laughs> so, and her. Problem.
0: Well, I'm I'm going to go back to the helmets she was talking about a minute. We have our helmets on. And if she's 100 yards ahead or 10 feet ahead or a quarter mile ahead, we can sit and talk to each other. And If I need to tell her something, she doesn't have to slow down and I don't have to speed up. Yeah. Uh, those really are kind of neat. They that, are.
3: That I, is I, nice. I'm going
2: to look into those. Now,
3: can you use those like be listening to music and then your wife talk to you at the same time or is it a different mode?
1: No, you can. Oh, wow. I can have music on, um, you know, you pair it to your phone. I will say this. The directions were a little um, less than optimal. Let's go with that. (laughs) And uh, um, there's buttons that have to be pushed in certain sequences. But once you get it on, oh, my gosh, it's so worth it. Yes, you can have music on. And then if he talks, um, the music kind of fades and the conversation takes over.
3: That yeah. is very cool. Yeah, I never never knew those things even yeah. existed.
2: Yeah. Technology.
3: I tell you what, we didn't even wear helmets when we were young and growing up and jumping bikes. Oh, and, and I everything.
2: I would not think about it at all now about not letting not having a helmet. i would be scared to death. No.
1: Really after this wreck when he crashed and I came upon him and he was flat out on the ground, I was terrified because there you are kind of in a remote setting. And I mean I was worried about the bike, but um, <laughs> because we really had gotten it, um, that's when it always happens. But I'm going to say that that was actually a blessing, because I'm going to say that it taught him to not exceed his, you know, capabilities. Yeah. And and so sometimes we need a gentle reminder and he was really banged up and i was i was really freaking out mm-hmm. we we actually have a park ranger drive us out of there so
2: yeah it
1: was an experience but we now know
2: I, I, and I think you're right, Rhonda. I think, you know, with these kind of bikes, they are a little bit, they, for sure, they're more powerful and they're faster. And they can, you know, if you get on there, like, what was it, Simon Cowell, that you rode the bike yeah. down this driveway and broke his back. If you don't yeah. practice, go out and practice, you know. And re- respect it. And respect it. Yes. You could and run into trouble.
1: Yes. So I do think that, yes, <laughs> respect that's a great word
2: yeah yeah
3: Yeah. well we want to thank y'all for joining us oh this this is great
2: now for sure i'm going to come out your way and ride some of those trails those
1: i know i know we would love to get together with you guys and take a ride that would would be fun yeah are you in iowa
2: yes we're in northwest iowa we moved here about five years ago now six Six, years ago six six, we retired um we were living in south texas and we moved up to iowa so we live on a lake in iowa oh nice and our roads are like bypass. There's no cars. Yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah. True. That's great too. Yeah. Well, thank
3: you. Appreciate you joining us. And yes. hopefully this'll get the word out about e bikes and they can catch up with the supply and supply will <laughs> oh, meet demand.
1: Yes. Yes. And thank you for having us. Yes. We appreciate All it. All right. Fun. Great.
2: Thank you.
3: We'll talk to you later. Have a great day. You too.
2: Wow, that was great talk.
3: Yeah that gets you excited i hope my e-bike comes in sometime but to see what e-bikes are doing for older retired people oh
2: it's just amazing and i i really think you know tom and rhonda bovine thank you so much yeah because um, you really helped um i think spread the word that e-bikes are not dangerous for retired citizens you well,
3: know they're not a they're not a crutch either You know, I mean, they're just making it so us older people can ride long.
2: It's amazing. I mean, I'm looking at some stats here that we pulled off. In 2017, there were 720,000 e-bikes sold in America. But in 2019, 1.36 million.
3: Yeah, they're they're growing. It
2: is growing.
3: And in Europe, it's even more. Because they are a bike-based market.
2: And that's why they're so healthy. Yeah, you know they they bike everywhere.
3: They probably eat better than we do too.
2: Well, I you know there's just and the thing is, was it class one? It's still a workout. Yeah, you don't get a workout. It's not as intense, but it is a workout. It's exercise. You're outside in the fresh air.
3: There's studies out there that say that it helps roll back the aging process, and although it's not a huge workout. It can help stave off Parkinson's disease. Mm-hmm. What were some of those other oh, ones you had? Oh,
2: yeah. I read something where, where it says that, this is from the internet, so it said one of the most interesting discoveries was one of the benefits was alleviating symptoms of Parkinson's and Alzheimer's because they have found that there is a, a link between that motion of pedaling to improve motor skills.
3: Right. Well, and like Tom said, you're getting outside. There's oh. nothing more important.
2: You have to be careful. You have okay. to be safe, but it's great.
3: Okay. We want to thank you for joining us. We um, we hope you give us a five-star review somewhere. We're yeah. on every major podcast thing.
2: Oh, We love to talk to anybody about their retirement journey.
3: Always looking for it. You'll notice there's no commercials here, so we don't waste time with... You know, commercials and making money or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, oh
2: yeah, we don't make any money. <laughs> we spend money. But, we spend money. You but, spend money. Well, that's because we get so inspired by all these you know different guests and yeah. all their different wonderful bucket lists
3: yeah the bucket list just keeps growing but thank you for joining us you can reach us at adventureretired at gmail.com send us your adventure we'd love to talk to you look or for you it. can look for us on our internet website at adventureretired.com
2: facebook page
3: facebook you can reach out to us there Adventure retired.
2: and you know just let us know what your journey is we want
3: to talk alright I love you Cindy I
2: love you and that's kids in love too Cause he
4: loves you